Welcome everyone to our podcast again. Woohoo! Hey guys, how you guys doing this week? Not too bad, I hope. Weather has been amazing here in London, so hopefully it stays that way. But, you know, hopefully everywhere that you are, it's okay. Exactly. <laughs> and we've been dining out so much over the weekday because of 50% off still in August. So I've only been out once. Every day on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, I've been eating out quite often that I've now come to the point I'm like, you know what, I need to start cooking again. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time you cooked? Oh, actually today, I was cooking for lunch. Oh, uh, nice. Nice, nice. Need to cook so that you could, you know... Eat healthier. Eat healthier, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's coming. It's becoming a habit for me to um, order from Deliveroo, eat outside. Just a habit, not just going to groceries or waiters to buy stuff. So yeah, that's something I wanted to get back into. But this is it's almost like you're... You're paying for the convenience, isn't it? Like you're busy and like you, the thought of cooking is like, oh, that's like half an hour when you could be doing something else and stuff like that. Yeah, true. But once I'm trying to achieve, when I, I did a review of my finances the other day, I'm like, oh, I am spending quite an amount where I can actually cut down. Mm-hmm. I think when the lockdown first started, the first few months, I cooked quite frequently and I saved quite a bit. But recently, I think with the, you know, to help out, mm. been helping out people more and more. Uh, so yeah, been been getting into the habit of just eating out and ordering stuff, which I now reviewing it, I want to get out of. Right. <clears throat> well, talk, talking about bad habits, right? How how does one classify a habit to be bad? Because I feel like certain people have different bad habits and certain people think that that bad habit might not apply to them. Like to them, it's like, oh, it's actually something that might benefit them. Before we go into that question, I think we need to answer the very definition of what is a habit. A habit, uh, well, I feel like in habit, it's more of like your usual thing that you would do every day, day in and day out, it becomes a, an involuntary action. Mm-hmm. It, it, it almost is something to do with a behavioral pattern. Yeah. Yeah, that is definitely a habit. So would you, would you take um, a recurring thinking or thought as a habit as well? Would you consider that as a habit? Um, to some extent, I feel that is kind of a habit because it's it becomes an easy way for you to think like you have a, a, a certain thought process that so you kept going exam- what's an example habit of thinking so say for example a person mm. have this notion where he or she uh. probably um, don't earn as much money so they would always kept thinking of the ways that they would try to cut down on spend expenditure so their way of habit applies to every single, the way they think applies to every single thing that Mm. they do. Mm. Like, for example, maybe I should walk instead of taking the public transportation if it's that far. Right. Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's a habitual thinking of, I need to cut my expenses as much as possible. In many ways, yeah. Right, yeah. It's it's something that is habitual. Well, then again, I'm just changing the word. (laughs) (laughs) But also something that is a consistent pattern in the way that you behave. Consistent. I think okay. it has to be, there's an element of consistency in what constitutes a habit. Okay, so it's not just your physical action, it can also be a thought. The way you think yeah, or definitely. the things that you do. Alright. Yeah, because essentially to some extent, the action that you take is because of how you think about it. How your approach to something is might be different than how other people approach things, don't you think? 
Well, all actions are governed by the mind or yeah. the heart. So do you guys think that we tend to have a lot more of a negative habit over a positive habit or vice versa? Well, I think it's, I don't know, it's hard to quantify, but yeah. I think everyone has their fair share of both. Mm-hmm. I definitely know I have some good habits and bad habits, mm-hmm. but it's just that one may say that they have more bad habits just because they talk about it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree with that. Just how like people like to focus on their imperfections rather than yeah, the good things about themselves. You will always try and be more critical about your own habits, your bad habits, more than your positive habits. Right. But but then but then again, so if if we already know for a fact that it's a bad habit, why why do we still do it? Like you already know, okay, I need to stop doing this. It's not it's detrimental for me. Why do I keep doing it? Why do you keep doing it at least? Mm. Because the mind and the heart are always at odds with each other. <laughs> That's very deep. I think that's a legitimate reason. Um, but I think people move from one bad habit to another just because mm. I like to think that most people um, want to self-improve. Yeah. Hence, they will always move towards one bad habit to another because they are improving themselves. Sure. But there might be a few bad habits that uh, perpetuates um, throughout their life. Mm-hmm. Um, that those are sort of like cornerstone things that they really want to overcome. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, do you have do you have any like habits that you managed to break or you managed to overcome or replace with a better habit or is there something you're still working on? Any any stories? One recent thing that I've I think it was a bad habit and I've overcome this year is I used to always have my dinners lunch over YouTube. Mm. And this is something mm. that I always I picked up I think in Japan when I started living independently, mm-hmm. uh, just because the room's small and there's no other tables uh, for me to eat my dinner on. But so I always be eating my dinner in front of the computer, and when you don't have a TV, you're like, hmm, what should I watch? YouTube. So you start watching <laughs> YouTube. Okay, you'll be like, I'm gonna watch twenty minute video. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna study. It starts off with that, but then when you don't have exams or you don't have much to study on, you're like, eh, I'm gonna watch more one hour two hours it got to the point where um during work after i have my dinner i'll be watching youtube for the next four hours or so till i sleep Damn. yeah it was quite bad and it's it's not it's not to say that it's a bad thing because some youtube videos are educational but yeah. i watch people playing games and the same games over and over again so, so it's, it's more like entertainment for yeah you. it's entertainment for me but it's a waste of time if yeah. i do reflect on it right mm. uh nowadays i just don't do that anymore i think one thing that i used to replace YouTube is uh-huh. I have my dinner but I will be messaging my friends okay so you're, you're doing it while connecting to others so that's like yeah. moving from distracting yourself correct so I, I replaced it with something that I uh, wanted to do because I I think I'm sort of uh, introvert in terms of socializing with people mm-hmm. so just the fact that I'm reaching out to people my friends people I love yeah um, I think that's a good way for me to overcome that bad habit Right. And yeah, I think I think I've overcome that. So, but the, the only reason why you say that's a bad habit is just purely from a time wasting perspective. Yeah, I'm not doing anything productive or something that I, when I look back, was meaningful to me. But like eating, was, yeah, not. I mean, the eating bit is fine. It's more of because I get dragged into watching videos, which when I look back was just fun, but yeah. nothing really meaningful to me. 
fun is okay, but when it's wasting a lot of time, uh, I'd rather not do that or continue doing it. Yeah, I agree. I feel like at some point in my life, I also have, I think it's probably the same thing, like I watch something while eating. Yeah. So then in that sense, I don't pay attention to my food. So then I end up eating more than I should. I I, I didn't pay, when I don't pay attention, I, I, I don't have the cue of like actually I'm full I just want to eat while watching as the activity of eating <laughs> it, like it correlates with watching something so if I do want to watch something like oh I need something to eat because then I don't know what to do with my hands or like I need some activity to feel productive you know like multitasking you know all those people who are like in the movies like watching popcorn yeah that's me <laughs> it's so bad it's really bad um I consciously stopped so that I could pay attention to the food and actually taste the food and recognize like the flavors right. in it, not just like consuming because I'm watching something. So having more mindful eating yeah. habits. Okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now it becomes mm. a habit for me. I try not to watch something. Um, so I don't necessarily replace with anything. I just pay attention to my food. How about you, Mugat? Mm, well, I mean, it's kind of similar. Uh, I used to be a huge Netflix binger because I came into Netflix quite late into the party <laughs> and okay. uh, there were a lot of um, shows which had all the five and six seasons on Netflix mm. um, so that just put me on a very slippery slope and I remember a time where I was switching from one very depressing show to another with like each show being five seasons mm-hmm. or so and then you know basically finishing one show in less than a month or you know one season per week at the very least wow and then you know it really was bad uh, like oh the first thing i do when i wake up before i even go to work sometimes is watch an episode come back really? from work um watch a few episodes if, I didn't I, know if, this. I'm, if i'm sleepy by 11 i'm like oh yeah it's okay are, are you one of those people who watch Netflix on the train when you commute? I did not have Netflix then uh, when I was commuting. Oh, okay. And when I did start commuting, um, I had a very short commute. Mm. Not enough for me to finish even one episode. I see. So, but if I were having a long commute, I would have definitely watched a lot of Netflix, mm-hmm. like Breaking Bad mm-hmm. on the train. <laughs> but I have realized that it really affects my mental health my mood that now i've i've kind of shifted away from it plus there are not a lot of interesting things on netflix now it's all crap tv Mm. so trying to shift away from that and be more you know uh maybe read more or just go out more um and be less reliant on netflix filling the void in my life that's it filling the void so if i may ask how do you realize that how do you sort of snap out of it? Like, oh, this is bad. Uh, I just realized that Breaking Bad was just so depressing. I didn't want to be depressed anymore. <laughs> That's really dark. It was yeah. very dark. Like, it doesn't... It was one of the best shows yeah. in the world. Yeah. But it's also <laughs> so heavy. Um, and it's like, it's too heavy. If I watch Netflix now, I, I steer clear from these kind of very dark themed shows to something light-hearted mm-hmm. recently i watched Shit's creek super super funny super co- uh, com- comedic mm-hmm. um and yeah good mood everyone likes me when i'm in a good mood otherwise yep. i'm just such a debbie downer debbie downer <laughs> <laughs>
So to some extent, why I kind of wanted to talk about this whole thing is because I came across this article, right? And it says about the, the strategies that work based on um, research uh, to break your bad habits. Mm -hmm. So to some extent, I'm just curious, how did you manage to basically come over any bad habits that you guys had over the past years or so? Um, any like tips and tricks that you guys picked up along the way mm. um i think one of it i think one of the habits that i uh bad habits i had was that i used to always be on social media before i sleep mm. and i think that actually cut in and creep into me having really bad sleep quality because mm. i'll be in I'll, I'll tell myself oh, i'll be in bed by 11. I am in bed by 11, but I'm scrolling Instagram, I'm scrolling Facebook, I'm sure. scrolling Twitter, and that goes on and on. I didn't realize it's like one o'clock already. Yeah. And I, re I, I read this book um, by Matthew Walker recently, and he said that just you having that blue light in front of you for a good 45 minutes or so mm -hmm. is going to affect the next three, four hours of your sleep. Right. So I, I think just reading more research or insight about uh, things that will be affecting your, your daily life, mm -hmm made me realize, oh, this is a bad habit that's actually affecting much more. Mm -hmm. um, I only thought that I'm just wasting time, mm -hmm. but it actually has so much more repercussions to it. So understanding that the habits have much more detrimental effects yeah. um, could actually make you realize, okay, this is something that you really need to attend to. Because I, I, I felt that I was tired all the time and I did not have enough sleep, yeah. but I did not realize the issue until I read this insight from this professor basically mm. so information i guess is very important as well yeah because you might think that something is bad but you don't really understand, understand. the effects and why it is bad yeah yeah i think one of the one of the strategy that had that was uh written in this article is to develop a tangible reason like you have to understand mm. the why you're actually trying to stop this yeah. because if you don't understand it if you're reason is not intrinsic, chances are you're not going to be able to hold on to the habit, uh, yeah. to breaking the habit. Um, yeah, so to be able to visualize it is very powerful because in the end, it's just you holding yourself back. Another way is also to replace the routine. Like for example, when I used to live nearby Little and Little would be on my way like I would pass by little every time I go to work. Mm -hmm. They have they have a really good bakery section and it's very affordable. Like okay. a, a piece of croissant is like thirty nine p. Like can you imagine how really? many yeah, I didn't know that. Okay. it's really good as well. And they make it fresh in the morning. Mm -hmm. So walking past past it every single day, you get this <laughs> waft of like smell of like croissant, and then you start to wonder. Actually, one croissant wouldn't hurt. <laughs> one croissant every single day, five days a week, is dangerous, yes, guys. Yes. Um, so in that sense, replace the routine. So what I normally do now is I try to cross the road before actually going uh, the path that I need to go right. to. Um, and in that sense, I wouldn't be able to smell the croissant in the morning. Just stay away from the tattoo. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So replace the routine and move move away from um, the path that is leading you towards it. 
Basically, monkey don't see or smell, monkey don't do or eat. <laughs> monkey don't yes, eat. Yes, monkey's smart. <laughs> I have a very similar thing. I don't know why we're talking about more diet stuff, but back in Malaysia when I was working there, <laughs> so I have this passionate love for nasi lemak. Oh yes. Yeah, and when I started working in Malaysia, well, nasi lemak is ubiquitous in Malaysia, right? So don't even know what ubiquitous mean. Well, it's everywhere basically. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so so I've been trying my best not to eat nasi lemak, mm-hmm. but. Realistically, or what happened was that I ate perhaps four or five times every week for breakfast nasi lemak. No way! Yeah, I actually gained quite a bit of weight then. <laughs> um, so what yeah. I did instead was I just decided not to eat breakfast. Oh, I just okay. stayed away. So I was, I was doing intermittent fasting without realizing I was doing intermittent yeah. fasting. So what I did was I'll be like, no breakfast, I'm just going to have coffee uh-huh. and end up just eating lunch afterwards. So, so what would lunch be? Well, <laughs> <laughs> but at least I'm not eating lunch nasi lemak and something else in lunch. Oh, is that what you normally do? Yeah, I have breakfast, oh. lunch, and dinner then. Oh, what, yeah, nasi yeah, lemak, okay. breakfast, lunch, dinner? No, 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 nasi lemak for breakfast, then lunch I have something else. But now you have nasi lemak for lunch. Yeah, that's it. So skipping one... So I, I cut my calories down, basically. Yeah, that makes sense, that makes sense. And another, so one of the other strategies that kind of um, appeals to me was to embark in the 30-day challenge. Just oh, go straight uh, into cold turkey. Oh, you know me, turkey. I love a good challenge. <laughs> so what was it that you did? Oh, I did a, I cut out processed sugar for 30 uh, days. That was the oh. fiery that was, she, she was the worst to be around when she was cutting out no, sugar. No, it's life. not worse because I don't. She was the worst. She was the biggest Debbie Downer. That is not life. true. It's a Debbie Downer because I don't go to places that you want to go get no, something. No, not sweet. even that. Basically, it's like, oh, Karen, would you like some of this? Does it have any added sugar in it? Yeah, just a bit. Nope. <laughs> nope. That's the whole point. Nope. 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 Like, you wouldn't even taste it. Nope. No. That's the reason why I'm nope. doing that challenge. <laughs> just a tiny teaspoon. Nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, we get it, alright? I'm a bit more lenient now. I yeah. still... I still look out on the amount of sugar that I eat, but I, I, I did that a couple of times and it if anything, it has um I feel the benefit of it, but at the same time it kinda dampens down my social um activities because there's a lot of things that I have to say no to. Um Have you yeah. gone have you done any challenges, Muga? Uh well nothing truly ambitious, but there was a point where I thought like I was looking a lot at Instagram and was getting a lot of notifications, um, especially if I were to post a photo, then, you know, I start tracking the likes I'm getting, mm. uh, even if it's not a lot, but, you know, um, you start tracking and measuring and it's just getting very bad for me. So I just turned off my notification for a few months, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so Instagram was something I get into as and when I do want to rather than responding to something, responding to some new video being posted or mm. yeah, and it was actually really good because then it was a way to spend less time on social media and focus your energy elsewhere. Have you ever thought of wanting to do a challenge that like would push you? Yeah, definitely. I mean I've always wanted to be the person who wakes up early and exercises in the morning before work. Mm-hmm. And it, I did manage to do, to do that back before COVID, but uh, now with COVID, uh, working from home, it's a lot harder to wake up early. Like now, I if I don't go to the gym, I'd wake up at around 8 mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. or even 820 mm. and get into work Ooh, by 845 <laughs> i'd consistently have like close eight hours or more of sleep yeah which is not even required it's borderline like unhealthy i think yeah no i think it's fine i think eight hours is yeah i think eight hours is optimum mm, it's hard to optimum for me <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, I suppose it's like, you know, people's preferences in, in terms of what they want and what they don't want. But do you think like putting, so if, say for example, if I were to give you a challenge or if you want to do a challenge, putting an incentive to the challenge, would you think you'd probably be more successful? Um, for example, uh, you say you want to go to the gym every single day for, I don't know, 21 days. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you fail that, you have to give 100 pounds to Ruiz. Would you do that, something like that? Uh, it has to be more of a competition element rather than an incentive. I think if we were both competing to be the best, to be to outdo each other, then I'd be like, I'm, I'm, I, I thrive uh, when it comes to competition. But one thing I think I'd love to do is like just go on no ice cream challenge for a month. No ice cream challenge for a month. Oh, mm. I dare you to. Well, actually, now it's actually fine because the weather is actually getting colder. Mm. You're making easy. Yeah, but even during winter, I love the ice cream. Um, it's something that I look forward to having after a long days of work because it's you know it's, it's comforting, great. right? Yeah. But what I realized with eating ice cream is that it's just nice then then, but after that you still feel you feel empty. And, <laughs> oh god! Do we need to talk about this? It it doesn't it doesn't pro, it's not a long feeling of satisfaction that you get. Yeah, from yeah. It. it's just temporary. Very short term. So this is a this is indeed a bad habit that you just said. Then. Yeah. So Stop what are you going to do about it? Filling Just don't point. buy ice cream. Right. And so then, <laughs> Don't have ice cream near me. Don't eat ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not suggest that then. Shall we, shall we give you a challenge then? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fine then. Don't, don't go on that challenge. No, I, I don't know if I'm ready to sacrifice ice cream indefinitely. I think there's no point in going cold turkey. I didn't say indefinitely. I said like 30 eh. day challenge. <laughs> 30 day challenge is cold turkey for me. Oh, yeah. I like to have the option. I have control. Yeah, you do have control. That's true. That's something I admire about you. But I think the incentive thing works, but I don't do it in a way where you get a reward or penalty at the end. Uh-huh. What I did when I first came to the UK was I just signed up for an expensive gym immediately. <laughs> I, I signed up for Gymbox and it was quite expensive. I mean, for me, it's quite expensive. I'm like, oh no, I paid this amount. I have to go now. Yeah. Yeah. So you put yourself in that difficult situation. Sure. And uh, yeah, it sort of forces yourself um, to just commit to whatever you set out in the beginning. Uh, it works in that way, for me at least. Mm. Yeah, so that's almost like an external, but also it becomes an in- internal once you start going. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what do you guys think of the conclusion for this podcast? Let's see. Bad habits are fine. To have a few, if you mm. have a lot, manage it. Manage it down by doing innovative things. If it's food, you know, don't have the food around you, then you don't eat. Or replace it with something healthier. Yeah, exactly. If it's um, trying to wake up early, wake up early. Push yourself, incentivize yourself. Yeah. Like join an expensive gym where you're already bleeding. <laughs> if you don't, if you're bleeding, if you go, you're bleeding more if you don't go. Oh yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my takeaway would be that you don't have to see bad habits as something uh, as an imperfection of yourself but rather you can see it as an opportunity for you to better yourself 
Yeah, find your whys, develop it intrinsically, visualize your whys. What about you? Yeah, pretty much the same thing. I think just set up yourself into achieving uh, what you put your aim out to be. So, for example, if you want to wake up early, then sleep early. Avoid watching your phone in bed. You know, just find ways into um, achieving that goal that you were trying to get. But yeah, I think that's about it. See you guys next week. Cool. See you guys next week. Bye bye.